Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Daily Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord, Psalm 147. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home, or to listen as I read. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem, he gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He makes peace in your borders. He fills, the, with the, fills you with the finest of the wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down his crystals of ice like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and just decrees to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his just decrees. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord does not delight in the things that the world delights in. We get this message throughout the scriptures. For instance, you, uh, what comes to mind is David, little David, uh, the son of Jesse, when Samuel the prophet comes looking for this next king whom God has told him is going to come from Jesse's family. And Jesse trots out all of his sons, all of the, the strong ones, the tall ones, the handsome ones. And after each and every one, God says to Samuel, nope, not that one, not that one, not that one. But who does he finally find? The youngest the runt of the litter, little David, who was out hanging out with the sheep rather than being brought in by his father. He was an afterthought. But God says, ah, this one is mine. For, we're told in 1 Samuel 16, the Lord does not see as man sees, does not judge as people judge. Instead, men look on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. I think of that story as we meditate on Psalm 147. In particular, these verses in verses 10 and 11. God's delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love. I can't help but think of all the ways in which in our world and for we ourselves, we're tempted to find our value and our worth in the things that we're able to contribute, in what we're able to do. As the psalmist puts it, the strength of the horse and the legs of a man which is another way of saying, in our own efforts, in our own powers. That's where so often in the world we find our strength and value. That's where we say this is one who really matters. But God does not look at things that way. Instead, he looks not on the outward appearance, but he looks on the heart. His delight is on those who fear him, those who hope in his steadfast love. 
that's where the, the source of our strength really lies. It's not in our own human powers, but it's in the power of God. Indeed, as David himself would discover as he took down Goliath, but it wasn't with his strength. As he said then, the battle is the Lord's. And so God delights in those who look to him for salvation, who trust in him to be their strength, who delight in being weak, for they know that when they are weak, then they are strong. I'm hard-pressed to think of a more countercultural message than that. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you that you delight in us, not because of any of our strengths or powers, but simply because we fear you, because we hope in your steadfast love. And we pray, Lord, that you would stir up in us a deeper longing for your love and for your affection, that we would look to you in all things and derive our worth and value, not in our strength, but in our weakness. For when we are weak, then we are strong in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And may you go forth this day, not worrying about the strength of your legs, but instead looking to the Lord who is your strength. Go in his peace. Amen.